You're listening to the Uplifting Content Podcast with Ioni Butler. Join me every Tuesday to hear conversations with remarkable guests on a wide range of topics. The goal with this podcast is to introduce you to new ideas and techniques that will inspire and uplift you. Today, let's talk about unleashing your untapped potential with Evan Carmichael. People who are successful are the ones who take their ideas and they try it out, even if they expect to fail. They just get started. The biggest problem for most people is not lack of genius. I think everybody has Michael Jordan level talent at something. People listening, watching, you are the best in the world at something. Chances are it's not the thing that you're currently doing. It's something else. You got to go find that thing. The biggest thing that's missing is just momentum. People have no momentum. And every time you come up with an idea and you don't do something about it, you're telling yourself that you suck. My guest today, Evan Carmichael, is a real treat. (laughs) Evan Carmichael believes in entrepreneurs. At 19, he built then sold a biotech software company. At 22, he was a venture capitalist, helping raise $500,000 to $15 million. He now runs the biggest YouTube channel for entrepreneurs with over 1.8 million subscribers. He's written four books and speaks globally. He wants to solve the world's biggest problem, unleashing your untapped human potential. In this episode, we spoke about Evan's story and how he became an entrepreneur from an early age. Why 10-year goals fail. Ways to start believing in yourself. Taking action on your ideas. His hilarious Damn the Doritos concept and so much more. Evan has offered to give away a copy of his book, Your One Word, the powerful secret to creating a business and life that matters. Evan is an incredible guy and probably one of my favorite guests. This conversation was so much fun and is packed with tons of great tips and advice. I hope you enjoy listening as much as I enjoyed speaking to him. A special thanks to anyone that's left a review for this podcast. Just wanted to give a shout out to SurferDude13 and SellDirt. Thank you both so much for your review. If anyone does leave a review, please send us a screenshot to info at upliftingcontent.com and we will send you a special gift to say thank you. If you haven't already, subscribe and please share this and any other episodes you love with friends and family that might benefit from it. It really helps us reach more people. Evan is awesome. I would love to hear what you think about this week's episode. So feel free to reach out to me on social media at Ioni Butler and share your thoughts. Thanks as always for listening and enjoy this week's show. Evan, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Me too. Me too. My pleasure. My first question to the guests is always, can you tell us your story, a bit about your story, who you are and, and how you've got to where you are today, please? So I'll go through it quickly and then you can pick up on anything you want to dive deep on. I think growing up, I had entrepreneurial tendencies a lot. Uh, I made my first 10 cents making art when I was five and selling it to my neighbor and then went through baseball cards and garage sales and all that kind of stuff. Uh, But ultimately in high school, I thought I wanted to be a banker when it says in your high school yearbook, where are you going to be in 10 years? And I said VP at a bank. Now I'm 39 right now. So you know, 20 years ago, entrepreneurship was not a thing. I had nobody in my family who was an entrepreneur. There was no YouTube. Um, So I thought I would be a banker. Uh, In university, I connected with two entrepreneurs. They offered me a piece of their company. And the hardest decision I had to make was, do I go into banking, making six figures and traveling the world and all that stuff, or make 300 bucks a month and own 30% of a company? And I decided that I'd rather no one fail than not know. I didn't want to live with regret. 
So I went and did the business and we failed a lot. <laughs> um, hardest day of my life was when I told my partner that I quit. Um, I, I didn't quit. Like I got back the next day and said, I can't quit because if I quit now, I'm going to regret it. And ultimately we, we, you know, turned that company around, started making some money. We sold the business. I became a venture capitalist for a little bit. And then I started helping out other entrepreneurs. I think your purpose comes from your pain. So whatever you struggle the most with is what you want to help others through. So because I struggled so much as an entrepreneur, I wanted to then give back and help entrepreneurs. And, you know, fast forward quickly to, to now, I think I'm probably best known for either my books or my YouTube channel, um, where it's trying to help entrepreneurs not struggle as much as I did. Fantastic. Well summarized. Um, what would you say, where did you think that entrepreneurial spirit came from? Was there something that you read or saw? How did you have an idea to start selling art? What, what, what do you think that is? I have no idea. I was five years old. I barely remember. I mean, I'm, I'm bad at remembering what happened yesterday, let alone <laughs> when I was five. Uh, I spend 85% of my time in the present and 15 in the future and zero in the past. So mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, I just remember I was drawing something with my sister and she was, she's three at the time. And we just did a whole bunch of paintings and then we went door to door and my neighbor bought one for 10 cents. Um, I feel like it was just a fun thing to do at the time. I don't know why I had that idea. Um, yeah. It always fascinates me because I think of um, Warren Buffett and people like that, people that have just built these huge things and, I guess it must be curiosity, right? It has to start from somewhere. You're not, you're not born knowing all these things. Maybe you've got family that can teach you, but then just a curiosity and a drive. And I just wonder how some people go on, off on this path and some people just maybe not, not interested or not curious about it at all. Maybe it's curiosity. I think it's just a willingness to say yes. You know, I, yeah. mean, I mean, I think as kids we do that, but as adults we forget that and we're then afraid of failing. I think chances are the thing that you should be doing in life is not what your parents did. And it's not what your, your, you know, your friends are doing or even maybe what your culture is telling you to do. It's something totally different, mm -hmm. especially now, especially when it's, there's so many ways to be able to earn a, a living and make a mm -hmm. career and, and build a business. You don't have to be locked up for 30 years inside a corporation. Uh, so there's so many crazy career paths that weren't available mm -hmm. to our parents. Uh, but chances are, again, it's going to be different than what you grew up with. And so the willingness to say, nobody around me has ever done this before, so I'm going to try, is, yeah. is a very scary thing that most people aren't willing to do. Yeah. But I think that that's, that's from studying successful people, that's one of the biggest things that lead to their success is they're willing to say yes and just try. Agreed, agreed. And you're right about we, we're in a very different position than our parents where I'm doing this from Hawaii and able to travel around and work. And so I'm, I'm very grateful to have been raised in this time. Um, so you say you, you live 85% in the present, 15 in the, in the future. So what, do you have like a, a goal? Is, is that how you're oriented? Are you in the moment to moment? I want to do this today. I want to do this today. Or do you plan? What's your style? So I think... I think if you have a 10-year goal for yourself, you're thinking small. Mm, interesting. Okay. I think if you think back to who you were 10 years ago, think of the, the woman you were 10 years ago. Yeah. Could that woman with any kind of accuracy predict what you would be doing right now? It's like, there's no to way be, you'd be... To be yeah. fair, I thought that I would be a far more successful actress. I'm now doing other really cool things, but I, I'm not where I wanted to be in that respect. But, that's but I would thing. never have been able to think about the things I'm doing now. Right. To say you're in Hawaii doing this show, it's like, yeah. it's ridiculous. That is pretty cool. You'd say, that's crazy. 
Mm-hmm. But but that's life. Like it should be. If you're growing every day and you're learning, you're improving. There's no way that you're capable of projecting a ten-year timeline. Mm. The thing is, you could have gone on. This is where most people fail with their ten-year goals. You could have said, "No, I have to be an actress. I have to make it happen," and then you'd be an okay actress compared to what you actually sh- you should have pivoted. Right? Mm-hmm. People should mm-hmm. have pivoted multiple times, but they stick to their goal. So there's nothing necessarily wrong with goals. It's just that it shouldn't be the benchmark because. Ultimately, you're going to have to pivot multiple times, especially yeah. off a 10-year horizon. It's just ridiculous to think that you know what you're capable of. So, um, you know, my 10-year goal might be, hey, I want to have I want to have 10 million subscribers on my YouTube channel, but maybe I should have jumped off YouTube in 2023 and gone off and done something totally different. I should move yeah. to Hawaii and be like, I don't know, right? Uh, so, I think you have a mission. I think you have a mission that you're chasing down for life, mm-hmm. but the how you go off and execute it. Uh, will change and should change multiple yeah. times. Yeah. So I want to solve the world's biggest problem. I, I think the problem is people don't believe in themselves enough. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and that's what I'm trying to solve. And I'm never going to solve it. Not fully. And so I wake up every day trying to solve it. Now mm-hmm. I have short term. I have, I have scheduling, right? Like we have this call scheduled. I don't know mm-hmm. when we scheduled it, but it wasn't just, Hey, let's do this call. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but it's constantly evaluating the schedule and seeing, do my actions map to my ambitions? I want to go off and do this. Is what's in my calendar going to help me get to where I want to be right. in terms of accomplishing my mission? Right, right, right. Which is to untap human potential. Can you tell us some of the ways? So you've got books, you've got your videos. Um, can you tell us some of the ways in which we can do that? Because not believing in yourself is a, a thing that I come up against, getting better at it, still push through. But I know that we have varying degrees of self-confidence and belief and worth. So what are some of the ways you work with people? Yeah, absolutely. So one, you start by eliminating the things that make you feel crappy about yourself. Mm, that's a great idea. Yeah. It's so and, simple. I just think of the, you know, going down that rabbit hole of social media and the, com- the comparison effect, the effect of comparison and how debilitating that can be for some people. And easy yeah, and social media is a funny one because I think as, as experts, as thought leaders, as, as someone like you who wants to have a, a, an impact Positive and a mission, mm. the answer isn't get rid of social media. The answer is flip from being a consumer to a creator. Mm-hmm. You're on Instagram not to consume other people's lives, but to share things to make it a better place. Yeah. Um, but what the, the things and the people who bring you down, who, who suck your energy, um, you want to first limit your exposure to that. You yeah. may not be able to completely cut it off. Like maybe the problem is your mom. Yeah. And so maybe you don't want to cut your mom out of your, Maybe you do. But chances are you probably don't want to cut your mom out of your life. But it, it may mean limiting exposure or you don't talk about certain subjects because you know it's going to trigger a lot of negativity. So. Right. If you want to believe in yourself, step number one is figuring out what's caused me to not believe in myself and and limiting exposure and cutting it from my life. So step two is then a daily injection of belief in whatever format makes the most sense to you. For some people, maybe it's it's your show. Maybe your show is the thing that helps them feel more belief. And Mm -hmm. so great, subscribe, leave comments, you know, watch every episode, Mm -hmm. (laughs) listen back on repeat. Um, for me, it's my videos. I, I make my videos on my YouTube channel selfishly for myself because I want it because I need mm. more belief. Mm-hmm. And then I share it with people. And mm. thankfully, enough people like it that I can keep it's doing it, hire a team, build a business and make more content, more videos. Um, most of the time, it's not some big heroic moment. It's the daily exposure. 
Yeah. Like you can have, you could one day feel on top of the world because something happened and you're bold and courageous, but then you wake up the next day and, and you're back to who you used to be. Like that boldness is gone. Yeah. And so now every morning, instead of waking up like an accident and falling into your day to help other people accomplish their goals, set your morning routine so that it is something that is fruitful for you with intention. Like whatever the thing is that makes you feel bold, powerful, confident, alive needs to be part of your daily morning routine. Because if yeah. you woke up every day and did the thing that made you feel bold, confident, alive every day for a year, your, your life will be totally different one year from yeah. today. Guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. So for you, what would that be? What would be, what would be a thing, for example, that you wake so up through, doing? I go through five S's every morning. Um, the most important one, though, is sore from my five S's. And that's the thing that makes me feel like I'm alive, that the, the work that I do matters. And so I, I usually think about somebody that I helped the day before, right. something that's on my mind. I need to remember that the work that I do has meaning because I have 300 million views on my channel. That's, that's like, I don't, how does that, what kind of number is that? It's hard to. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't count. Like it's, it doesn't process. I don't even know yeah. how, to, how to compute that. Right. Um, but knowing that I touched one person's life with my message or I met somebody yesterday and, and I helped them, that I can feel. Right. And so I'll, I'll think about who I helped yesterday, something that I feel, and then I'll, I'll take out my phone and I'll record a message in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I'll put that to Instagram and, and Facebook and YouTube stories and LinkedIn and all that. Um, because the process is not, for me, is not enough just to remember I have to share. Yeah. I have to create. And so that's the thing that makes me sore the most. That's, that's the most important part of my morning routine uh, out of the five S's. Gotcha. So there's, the, so there's finding something that kind of boosts you. What else, what else do we do on our way to unleashing untapped human potential? Then it's starting. Yeah. Taking so, that leap. Yeah. I mean, I think ideas were given to you for a reason. Yes. You get an idea. Yeah. It, it, it's there for a reason. Right. The reason isn't to judge the idea, to say it's a stupid idea and to do nothing about it. Right. The, the, you have to do something. It's action. The people who are successful are the ones who take their ideas and they try it out, even if they expect to fail. They just get started. The biggest problem for most people is not lack of genius. I think everybody has Michael Jordan level talent at something. People listening, watching, you are the best in the world at something. Chances are it's not the thing that you're currently doing. It's something else. Right. You got to go find that thing. The biggest thing that's missing is just momentum. People have no momentum. And every time you come up with an idea and you don't do something about it, you're telling yourself that you suck. Yeah. Is it, is, it Meg, is it Meg Robin? Meg Robin? Oh, I forget her name now, but something about, the, or something about the five second rule. You have an idea. You have to act on it right away before your brain goes, no, nope, not doing that. Not a good idea. Mel Robbins, yeah, that's yeah. good. Um, yeah, whether whether you use the countdown five, four, three, two, one. Um, for me, it's just I, I, I've trained myself. As soon as I come up with an idea, I got to do something about it. Yeah, I, I lean right into it. So, um, you know, as an example, I get ideas in the shower. I don't know if you get ideas in the shower. I do something about the warm water and just <laughs> relax. And I, I, you know, I get. Like, then you jump I, out. You jump out naked and go and start running around the office. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. Like sometimes I think about somebody, right? And here's where the judgment comes in. Like I might be thinking about somebody, a buddy of mine from high school, who maybe I haven't seen in in twenty years. Mm -hmm. Why am I thinking about 
Mark from high school, mm -hmm. right? I don't know, yeah. but I don't judge it, right? Like it came to me for a reason. So I'm going to go to my computer and I'm going to email Mark. And I'll usually, I'll make it awkward. Say, hey, Mark, I was thinking about you in the shower this morning. <laughs> that is super awkward. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to try that. It's great. I was and thinking then, about you on the toilet earlier. And I just yeah, thought exactly. I had to read that. It's great. I was sitting down on the toilet and you came to mind. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that email from you. That's great. Um, yeah. And, and look, it's never backfired on me. Nobody's ever said, I hate you. Never email me again. Right. Um, and sometimes it leads to something amazing. And sometimes it's just, it's just a little quick back and forth and the catch up. Yeah. But not judging, most people will spend all day long judging, why am I thinking about him and what should I do? What should I, and then they don't do anything. There's right. no momentum. Yeah. Idea to action. You get an idea, just find the smallest possible way to get started and just do it. That's, that's untapping our potential. Mm -hmm. Is there, are there any other steps along the way? Because that seems to me to be it, that, right? That's a great starting point. I mean, right. more we can dive into like your, your actual environment. Yeah. You know, when we first got on here, you said you like my lighting here, but like this environment has been designed with purpose, with intention. Yeah. These pictures, you know, you may recognize some people and may have no idea who some of the other ones are. They all mean something to me. Yeah. This bag of Doritos is here for a reason. And it's not because Doritos sponsors me. You know? Oh, you, you really like Doritos? Tell us about the story about Doritos. I have a strategy called uh -huh. damn the Doritos. Okay. So I love Doritos. I want to eat this entire bag. You're doing really, your restraints impressive. This is a giant bag. Like this is, this <laughs> is huge, right? It's bigger than your face. <laughs> yeah, it, look, it looks small back here, but like this is actually a, it's a giant bag. So uh, now I'm a bit of a weird duck. So this may not work for everybody, but when, when you're trying to be healthy or when you're on a diet or when you're trying to look after yourself, people say, get rid of the junk food from your house. And I think that's a great first step as a strategy. But ultimately, what ends up happening is if you go to a party or you go on vacation or you go somewhere else and you're not in your perfect environment, then you start gorging. Mm -hmm. So what I see that as is you broke your leg, you need a crutch. But ultimately, you want to walk again. Yeah. Your goal yeah. is to walk, not to have to use a crutch for life. Right. So you need to get rid of the crutches at some point. Exactly. So like, right. damn so the Doritos, right? Yeah. I want to eat this all day long every day. Yeah. But, but I'm stronger than the Doritos. And I want to teach myself that the Doritos don't have control over me. And so they're right here next to me. My mouth is watering so much right now as I'm <laughs> I want to eat. I want to eat all the Doritos. But I, I think that's actually, I think, I, think, I think when you're getting rid of the junk food from your house, yeah. the conversation in here is I suck. Mm. Like, I, can't, I can't handle this. You're teaching mm. yourself that you can't handle it, that that's stronger than you and that you suck. Mm -hmm. And in a short window to gain momentum, because that's better than actually eating the food. So you're gaining yeah. a little bit of momentum. But as a long-term strategy, I think it's not, it's not a good lesson for yourself. Right. That's so interesting because I had this very thing with the, uh, I had some cookies. I was hungry yesterday. They were there. I'm like, you're going to feel terrible if these are the only things you eat today. And lo and behold, I ate the two remaining cookies, felt really sick. Um, and then I was also staying in a house and uh, they were saying that they don't like uh, alcohol in the house because, you know, some people have issues with alcoholism. And I obviously respected that, didn't bring, didn't bring my beer in the house. Um, 
But again, it just made me think, how far are they in their recovery if they can't be around beer? And so it kind of talks on what you were saying. So I do think, yes, that it's sometimes it's necessary to get rid of the things. But if you can't be around the things, then it means that you've not quite got over that. It still has that control over you. So I'm going to try to have a thing of cookies sat by me. And here's the thing, not just sat. So like I would have the cookie, if I was you with the cookies. Yeah. I would take the cookies. (laughs) Smell that? them right here. Oh yeah, you're super like, weird. I love it. Oh, uh, bringing it in like, <laughs> oh man, and like, feel the drool coming down the face and everything. Yeah, and then and then put it down right here, and then get back to work. And oh I tell God. you, like the self pride and self love of like I just did that. I'm a <laughs> rock star. Is like the mental conversation. Is it like that's how you build self confidence by doing difficult things. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. This is going to be a new thing of mine. Thank you. So you were saying about the environment. So setting things up around you where things are inspiring, giving yeah. putting things by you to remind you that you've got control over them. Yeah. Uh, I think that the way you live is important. We don't always get the choice to do that, but I'm so, um, uh, my mood is so affected by the vibe, the people. I mean, yeah. Environment, it's energy. We need to have a good environment. Yeah, yeah and, and, and create it. So the beauty of a physical environment, and that, that then goes down to like even the clothes that you wear. Like I feel like like Batman putting this on every day. Tell me about this hoodie, by the way, with your uh, little uh, yellow arrow on there. So this is, this is a paper airplane. It's my logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it represents entrepreneurship. That's who I love helping because as entrepreneurs, we want to fly, we want to soar, we want to get somewhere that we haven't been before. We're explorers. But it's a paper airplane because we don't have the money, the resources. It's not some jet that we're, you know, funding hundred million dollar plane. It's a tiny paper airplane that gets battered and bruised. Um, but on my YouTube videos, when you see the paper airplane go across the screen, it sounds like a jet that then breaks a sound barrier at the end. Very cool. So it's like the paper airplane that breaks the sound barrier to me is entrepreneurship. Yes, yes. Uh, sorry, I cut you off. You were saying it's the clothes you wear. The clothes you wear, the physical mm-hmm. environment. Like, what's great about this is your wall of pictures. Yeah, yeah, and like they all mean something to me. And mm-hmm. and you know, for example, like this is me when I'm eight or nine years old, mm-hmm. and and my parents uh, behind me, right? Mm-hmm. So my parents always taught me I'm Evan Christelli Carmichael. I could do anything that I believe that I can, right? And so that's a that's a daily reminder for me. Now my parents are still alive, but I don't see them every day. But I I get the message every day here. Yeah. And people ask me, hey, how do I buy your posters? For my wall, it's like it's my parents. That's <laughs> kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> my parents on your wall, right? Like, don't do do you, right? Yeah, like, yeah. What inspires you? Like maybe, Evan's I parents, mean, <laughs> Evan's family portrait gets me going. Steve Jobs and and Kanye West on the end, and like, so yeah. maybe those guys. But like, I'm thinking you can come up with something better than my parents <laughs> for your wall, right? Uh, but the beauty of this is you set it up once, and then every day, like every day I walk in, this is this is how I'm normally standing. And I have like Steve Jobs staring me down yeah. right here every day. That's accountability. Here, right? And so you set it up once when you're feeling bold and confident alive and what makes you get that feeling that you're chasing. Uh, and then every day I walk in and it's, and it's there as another reminder. I love it. I'm going to make sure that we have links to um, your website, your YouTube, all of the incredible stuff you've got going on. Thank you so much for offering to give away a copy of uh, your book, uh, uh, The Powerful your one word book, The Powerful Secret to Creating a Business and Life That Matters. Can you tell us a little bit about that? You've got a ton, but thank you for giving yeah. away this one. 
Um, I think, so your one word is figuring out what's your most important core value. And when you figure okay. that out, you can then build a life and a business around it. So mm. like if you had to pick a core value for yourself, what would you pick? The, the most important core value for you? Oh, connection. Great. Mm. Already just knowing that gives a lot of clarity on business and life. Mm. So if you're going to hire a video editor for your business, it has to be somebody who you can connect with. Right, right. For me, I don't care that much about, about it. Like for mm. me, it's about believing. You have to believe in entrepreneurs, but how well I connect with them, it's, I don't want to have a bad connection, but mm. for you, it's super important. And so the people around you, you have to feel a good connection to. Yeah. And so when you're hiring or when you look into partnerships or you're looking at the people in your life, connection has to be a common theme throughout them or you won't be happy. Whenever you're not happy, it's because of a lack of connection. That's true. And yeah. so just uh, that's more awareness than 99% of America has. Yeah. And so the book kind of guides you through a process. Now we just kind of went through it super quickly, but um, the book guides you through the process of how to figure out what your most important core value is and then how to turn that into a business. So I'm excited it. for one of your listeners to get, get a copy. Yes. And thanks again for that. So uh, usually I always ask a, a, a finalizing question, which is uh, what would be a call to action? What would you have the listeners, uh, something that they would do? But the episode was full of fantastic pieces of advice. So if you've got anything to add, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, I would yeah. say um, I would think called the pillow test. Oh. Which if I had a pillow, I would I would show you. But use your Doritos, snip them. Yeah, the Doritos in my pillow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do. I would love to cuddle. It looks like I would a love big to cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> big red pillow. Um, before you hit your head on the pillow tonight, ask yourself: Am I proud of my effort? Ooh. Are you proud of the effort? Not the results you got. Not whether somebody said yes or no. The effort that you put in. Are you proud of yourself? Cause this is an internal game. I don't care if your mom thinks you're great or your friends are looking at you and say, wow, look at what she's done yourself. Yeah. Could you have done more today? Are you proud of the effort you put in today? That's the pillow test. And if, if it's a yes, great. If it's a no, have a try fantastic hard sleep. Yeah. And if it's no, then, then like do something before yeah. you go to sleep. Even if it's sending one email or having one phone call or, or setting up for the next something, you got to do something so that you sleep every night saying, I'm proud of my effort. Because if you go to bed every night saying, I'm proud of my effort today, you will create amazing things in your life. I love that. I'm a big fan of the four agreements. And the last one is always do your best. And so similar in that respect. Evan, this has been fantastic. You've just bashed out so much wisdom and tips in 25 minutes. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate the love and your energy as well. And thanks for having me on. My pleasure. Take care, guys. I'll see you all next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Uplifting Content Podcast with me, Ioni Butler. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review so that more people can find it. And to make sure you never miss a beat, subscribe to our weekly dose of uplifting content, which is an email from me about the best of uplifting content from that week, be it giveaways, videos, interviews, all the good stuff. And as a bonus, when you subscribe, you get access to the Uplifting Content Summit for free. The Uplifting Content Summit was an interview series with some fantastic guests, including Jay Shetty, Christine Hassler, Alexi Panos, Preston Smiles, Kyle Cease, Peter Kelly, Jenna Phillips-Ballard, and many more about how to stay uplifted. So if you'd like some tips and advice from some of the best thought leaders, authors, coaches out there, be sure to subscribe to my email update and get access to this summit for free. 
The link to sign up is in the show notes. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, take care. Bye.